All right. We just need. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Anthony's here. Oh. Well, let me get that sorted out. How far did you guys get in the book again? Uh, um, I didn't get far at all, but I kind of just summarized it. So before we start, we should probably discuss the questions so we're all on the same page. Yeah. So for the first going like uh, how the people treated, you know, the Japanese family at first, and then we could go into the strength of the community between them because they all had to turn off all their lights and whatnot so they didn't get, you know, aerated by the Japanese. And then uh, I'm not sure the, the third topic yet. Um, so how I view it is, like, the way they felt towards the family. I feel like at first everyone was, like, cool, they were all fine. And then after the bombing happened, um, like all of a sudden everyone started turning against them in a way. Well, I mean, yeah, it's the same thing that's happening right now with Corona. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, what I noticed is that some of their friends, though, they, like, you know, stuck with the family. Uh, there wasn't yeah. as much hate towards the family that I expected, you know. Cause, yeah. You know, it's a tight-knit community, and they know each other very well. Yeah, One thing so that was cool, though, was how um, they didn't even have citizenship or whatever, but before the bombings, their neighbors were all nice to them and treated them like, oh, family, yeah. like friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just want to highlight, like, mainly that how, like, everyone switched up super fast. But I feel like in the beginning, I mean, like, they made this kind of town sound super nice and, like, quiet and, like, but then all of a sudden after the whole thing happened, everyone kind of turned and then they had to, like, survive for their lives. Yeah. Yeah, they had to run for their lives. Uh, so Anthony's not gonna be here. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Where's uh where's the other person? Catherine. She yeah. said she wasn't gonna be here. Oh, okay. Well I guess it's yeah. Well I mean, are are they even like allowed to redo it? I don't know what they would have to do to when do we start are we recording right now? Yeah, we are. Okay. Uh um, but like back to this town. Uh, that community was really tight-knitted, and we don't see that a lot. I mean, at least we don't, because, you know, we live in Las Vegas, and it's a really big city. But I feel like we lose a lot of that community over time. Yeah, they all, like, knew each other and were friends, but, um, yeah, the bombing just brought them, it just separated them all. Well, yeah. I mean, not all of them, but... Um, they definitely had like a smaller. It it was a small town, yeah. uh, where neighbors help neighbors and the sense of community is strong. That's what it says in like the second paragraph of the first page. Yeah, and yeah. then also the thing is they had like one school or whatever with only a certain amount of students, really small school. Yeah, everyone probably knew each other. Yeah. All right. Um. And you know it's a uh, it's quite amazing to think how fast. You know, someone can give you the cold shoulder just for that. Yeah. Like, I got to admit, uh, here, it's a certain part in this book, but yeah, you know, let, let me let me pull up the book real quick. Uh, uh, there's no Japanese. 
Yeah, so, like, the government, the U.S. government didn't, like, they knew there was no Japanese problem with the Japanese citizens, but they refused to disclose that information to the U.S. public, which is, you know, quite strange that the U.S. government knew this. I think maybe they just wanted people to build up hatred for the Japanese so that they could go to work. I find it weird though because in the beginning, like, like all of them do everything together. Like they go to church together. Like the Asians go to church with everybody, and so you'd think that everyone would have a really tight connection because of the small town. So I think it's weird that everyone just all of a sudden turned. Yeah, and I think the U.S. government had a big role in that because a lot of war is hating your enemy, so they wanted oh, their people to hate the Japanese. So they could go to war with them. And then, yeah. so, like, that made, you know, their, that gave their soldiers a better uh, idea of what they were fighting. Mm-hmm. It's almost like Corona, in a sense. Like, um, uh, like, even though it's not their fault, all of a sudden it's turned against them, like Mario yeah. said earlier. It's just because it's, like, their people. Even though they had absolutely nothing to do with it. It's yeah. their people, and I guess maybe they think they share the same values and stuff, and that's why they might have done it, and they, they, these people secretly hate Americans too, I guess. Yeah. 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 Alright, now let's move on to the strength of the community. We kind of already highlighted many yeah. parts of it. But, but, like, specifically to, like, combat those air raids that were happening, they, uh, they, they like, turned off all their lights, and they put like blankets over their walls and stuff and Mm -hmm. you just don't see that anymore like with coronavirus like nobody's like working together to practically stop the virus and we're just kind of letting well i mean we do wear masks and try to social i mean most people do at least most of the time it's usually just like kids our age that aren't doing it but most of the community i feel like is trying yeah, and then also the other thing is there if they got bombed there would be no surviving it. That's why they all had to try their best to not get seen or whatever. We could possibly yeah. survive if we get the corona, but you can't survive that. Yeah, so in a way I feel like the the community it they're tight in a way cuz they helped even though they turned in the, on on the Asian family, they also helped them in a way. But that could possibly be because the effects of it would have affected them. Yeah, I think that's what I am. Although, I think a lot of that was also fear-mongering, because while there wasn't, like, a large chance for the Japanese to pull the the air raid stunt again, uh, I feel like a lot, like, it kind of goes back to the U.S. government, because they kind of wanted to drive up fear of the Japanese in these uh, communities and in their country, just to, you know show who the enemy is. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what, like, uh, crap, where is it? Hold on, let me pull another thing from this book. World War II. Uh, my childhood, I believe. Nope. So, like, uh, the Japanese families—they don't really even see themselves as Japanese all that much. They see them—they see themselves as Americans. 
Yeah, you know? I mean, they were born, they've lived there for a very long time, and their kids are from there, yeah. Yeah, and that's what we forget a lot of the times. Like, a lot of these people coming here, you know, it's not like Japanese-American. It's American. You know, a lot of people just want to be American. Even with that, though, all of their peers and uh, neighbors and stuff, they just forgot that immediately yeah. after the bombing. They just listened to the anti-Japanese propaganda and yeah, started to hate them. them. And they didn't base off of character. They based off of where Looks. they came from. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally wrong. Um, they even had to, like, stop going to school and stuff because of it. Yeah. And, you know, there also wasn't many Japanese families. They were one of 37. And when you think about it, every family has, like, what, four people in it? And for a small town, that doesn't, like, they were probably definitely overpopulated by other races. So Oh, yeah, totally. So that going against them probably made them a weaker force. So they really couldn't do anything about it. Yeah, they were the minorities. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um. Like, I think we should talk about how the family felt during all of this. Yeah, you know, the individual. Yeah. So, um, it's obviously clear that they're worrying and they're scared for their lives because, one, their whole town is going against them, two, uh, they're trying not to die, so. Um. Yeah. Wait, hold on. I'm just trying to yeah, they all... get Anthony in here. Uh they all loved America and were talking about it multiple times, but then they just, they didn't even do anything and were paying for other people, for the Japanese's mistake by bombing Pearl Harbor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, they probably feel hopeless. I mean, I would. Yeah. Because they, they can't do anything about it, but everything that's happening is placed on them. Yeah. And, and they're expected to deal with it. It's not like they Yeah, have... I think something that was crazy was how Time Magazine published that one article, How to Tell Your Friends from the Japs, implying that no, no Japanese person would ever be your friend. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's crazy how quickly, you know, people turn against another person, even though they had nothing to do. I mean, look at the family. Uh, they were just on a farm uh, picking berries. You know, they weren't flying planes into you know, the boats and killing people in Pearl Harbor. They were just chilling in an island off the coast of Washington. Yeah. And I guess we can relate this back to Corona again, because just like the bombing, the disease was not their fault. Yeah. But um, everyone tends to put it on them and blame them for it, even though they can't do anything about it. This happens all the time, though. It's happened in 9-11. It's happened in Pearl Harbor. It's oh, happened 100%. In oh, yeah. And not just Asians, just like... Racist in general. Yeah, just yeah. anywhere, like any group that's not... Because, like, I remember during... Uh, well, I wasn't there, but a lot of times in 9-11, people are like, oh, you're either with us or you're against us. And I think that's a very closed mindset because, you know, there's so much context to everything that happens in the world and that we have to look at it with a new set of eyes each time. Yeah. Even with that with or without us mindset, though, they were with the Americans and didn't agree with what j the Japanese did at all, and they still got hated on Yeah, by the whole community. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I emailed Anthony. That should work. But I don't know what Catherine's going to do, because... All right, yeah, we got, like, four more minutes of this topic, so let's see. 
So, I can kind of see why there was so much suspicion around the family. Not because they were Japanese, but in the book it talks about how the parents didn't spend that much time with community because they mainly worked, but the kids did. And I still don't think that's an excuse because even though the parents weren't such a big part of the community, they were working on their farm, they still went to church. So I feel like them as an individual getting hate just for, you know, living their lives, it's kind of messed up. Well, I feel like that was partially due to the fact that um, you can kind of make a conclusion that they her, their parents didn't speak English. Yeah. Because in at, at the church, it says opting for, um, like, services in Japanese often held in our living room. And so they usually opted out of church because it was in English. So their parents didn't attend. So I wouldn't really blame it. Like, I guess that does make it more suspicious because they didn't attend a lot of things. But it was primarily primarily because they did not speak English. Yeah. And also, the reason they worked so hard was because since they didn't have citizenship, they would have had to pay rent and stuff. They couldn't just buy a home like, yeah. like uh, the Americans, and they had to work twice as hard. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's not like they didn't contribute to the community, you know, even though it was very small. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, how are they even supposed to interact with all of these American people if they can't speak English? I don't think that's suspicious at all. Yeah. How they didn't have that many friends. Yeah. And I, I, I'm pretty sure at some point, if you've lived there long enough, people people would understand that. Yeah, I get that. I get that. And so, uh, anything else you guys have to add to that? Nope. Um, well, I mean, in the book it says, before 1941... The Japanese in America were culturally isolated, which is also another thing. Like, if they were isolated already without them even having to do anything to be isolated, that's another instance of them maybe not wanting to or not trying to have friends in the yeah, American community. They're adapted to that lifestyle. Yeah, I also yeah feel like America was also at fault for isolating the Japanese because. Uh, if you look at a lot of, like, if you look at Switzerland's way of adapting immigrants, they have this whole set of things that says, oh, uh, so basically you become us, uh, you shake the hand of the teacher, you thank people, you donate to the community. And I feel like America just didn't put all that much time in to a lot of these immigrants, which eventually made a bigger divide. Yeah, I totally agree. And then the other thing is, I don't know how they they weren't allowed to get citizenship or, like, how it was so hard because I don't think that's fair at all since America was, like, the best country in the world. Like, that was a fact back then, and everyone wanted to go there, but they couldn't even get citizenship, which I don't think is very fair. Yeah. All right. So, so that's all of our topics. Uh, Anthony's still trying to get in, so... It's alright. Yeah, I tried emailing him, but he's not getting it. He'll just have to do what Catherine does. The problem is, do like a makeup assignment or something. So, um, Matthew, you're turning this in, right? Uh, yeah. Alright. Yeah. So, uh, is that the conclusion 
we I think so. Uh, so for the conclusion, we just have to go over. Well, what's that echo? Like what? That echo in the back. Uh, but anyways, so for the conclusion, uh, I say we, you know, just have a quick rundown of what we talked about. So for the first one, we talked about how the community felt towards the Japanese family after the attack and during the beginning yeah. of the attack. And we talked, and then we about, talked how the, about how strong the community was. Yeah. Uh, like during those the, anti-air raids. Yeah. yeah. And then we talked about how they, the Asians individually felt during this time. Yeah. Yeah. Felt bad. Do you want me to just like record my voice and like we can add that to the podcast later? Like oh yeah, I think I think this might actually. You guys heard that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so we're doing the podcast like right now. Uh, so if you want, you could just say your thoughts right now, and it'll. Still, okay, he left. Never mind. All right. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> okay. Right, see well, you. Yeah. See you later. Uh, shame we couldn't get Anthony in here. Oh, wait, no, he joined. Wait, wait, don't leave yet. Don't leave. So, Anthony, you can just say your thought. Oh, he left again. All right, whatever. <laughs> oh, wait, he joined? Oh. Okay. Oh. Nice, nice. I love technology. All right, I guess this <laughs> is it. If he doesn't join now... Okay, it's gone. Yeah, no. It's All right. Bye, guys. All right. See you guys later. All right. Bye. See you.